Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 21- Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two time People's Choice Award winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Scrub a dub dub in the tub tub tub. How's it going, Becca Tilly? I was going to continue with this song, but I got vulnerable. <laughs> Got scared. Cat got your tongue. Yeah. How are you? Um, I'm actually doing okay, you know? I'm doing okay. (laughs) Just getting by. Uh, You know, I'm a very different person today than I was just two weeks ago. One to ten, how are you doing? Five and a half. Oof. Six. 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 We're on the up today. Yeah. (laughs) Just over halfway decent. How are you? I'm great. I, one I, to ten. One to ten. I'm like a eight and a half, nine. Wowza. Yeah, but you know, I woke up with this renewed sense of energy. Um, I have felt honestly, I felt like I've just been in a slump in like motivation to work and just I've kind of felt like, you know, in the social media aspect of my job and work and stuff, I felt kind of def- deflated because it's such a competitive world and it I also think gets, everybody's feeling, you know what I mean? Like you're not no, 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 far no. off. 
I'm not far off, but I do feel like, you know, I was just kind of living in this slump instead of actually doing something about it. You know, I, I feel like you're the type who you get in a slump and then you're like, well, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to get out of it. I'm going to do what I need. That's what I'm currently in right now. I'm like doing the work to get through it and it's slumpy. So I just sat, I just sit in a slump. I'm just like in quicksand, just like, (laughs) like I'm not really going down further, but I'm not trying to get out. Right. So, um, so it's not, it's like slow sand. Yeah. It's mud. Yeah, okay. <laughs> mud. mud would, some would say. <laughs> so basically I'm, you know, when you walk, you like go through mud and you're wearing shoes and your foot comes out of the shoe and then you have to go back at the shoe. It's like that. Yeah. Um, but I just, I think we had a conversation on, um, Saturday when we had dinner together and you were saying like, sometimes you just, you got to do it yourself. And it really just struck a chord with me where I was like, wow, I really have to just do it myself. Like I can't rely on things to just fall in my lap without doing the work or putting in the effort. So I woke up with that sense of like, you know what? My whole perspective on this year has been like, it's, I think everyone's perspective has been, it's a, it's been a horrible year, like ready for 2020 to go away. But I was thinking about this actually when I was in Vermont and all the leaves were changing and they were like beautiful colors. And the reason why they changed that color is because they're dying and they're going into a new season. And I was thinking sometimes this growth and this change is so beautiful and that's what, that's what makes it beautiful. I mean, like the change that happens as you're growing and as like you're shifting into a new season is like a really powerful time when you look back on it. So I'm kind of in that perspective. I love that. <laughs> I'll see if I'm still there next week, but this I'll week check in on you. Yeah, I can you. help keep you accountable for sure. Cause I think I'm in that, uh, slump and I'm like currently working through, are you crying? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, are we good? Yeah, my, I have like allergies. So oh. like, um, I'm currently working through the slump right now. Um, and trying to be super proactive about it because I think that for so long, I mean, I've been taught, I talk about it on the podcast, I talk about it all the time I, that I have this like imposter syndrome and I really try and like com- combat, combat it mm-hmm. on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've kind of recently discovered that it's seeping into other aspects of my life, you know, like my relationship mm-hmm. and other things where it's like this, this, this feeling of not being good enough. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's so deep rooted in me that I'm like starting to really realize like I need to just nip this in the bud now and like really do the work on myself to figure out where this is coming from. And like, almost like I just want to release it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, it's like, I I felt like I was like slowly chipping away at it. And it's like, now I just want it to be, I want it to release. Like I don't, I don't want it anymore. And so I'm like really putting in the work, but it's exhausting. I'm tired. I'm journaling a ton. I'm like always in my head. I'm thinking about things like, but it's a great time too, because I ha- you know, we have the time, like we're at home. And so I've been kind of in that. And like some days are really good and some days I'm okay. And like, you know, I'm going to get through this, figure, figure this out. And some days are really bad and I'm crying and I'm sad and, um, but I'm going to get through it. I'm going to get through it. Yeah. Come out on the other end like a butterfly. Do you think, I mean, I almost, I don't feel like I've battled imposter syndrome my whole life, but I definitely feel like I am experiencing it through comparison on social media and being like, what do I have to, do I even have anything to offer anyone? And it's so dumb because I have so, 
in my head, I'm like, I have so much to be grateful for. And like, if I were to list everything that I've been able to do and like what I get to do and I get to do a podcast with my best friend, we're nominated for a third people's choice award. I um, have this amazing following and these people that I get to have connections with on, on social media and who are honestly, I feel like they're to lift up and encourage us most of the time. There's a few sure. apples, but um, I think it's just been appreciate, like learning to appreciate what I have, even in the midst of feeling like unsure of what the future looks like or what I'm doing with my life or feeling unmotivated or being stuck in the mud, whatever it is. So, um, yeah, I think it, I think it's just kind of having a perspective shift and then working on the thing. It's so uncomfortable to work on things that you need to work on. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I had my first therapy. I've never like, I had my first therapy session last week and, um, it's so funny because I am like, I'm a self-motivator. I can really like, I look inward a lot and figure out like what's going on with me. How do I self motivate? Like, you know, like I'm very good at doing that for myself, but I realized I was like, my hands are up. I really need to like dig deeper. And so I was so uncomfortable because she was like, as I'm explaining these, you know, these things and where these things came from in my career. Right. And just the things that I was told, you know, your, your personality is too much. You, people can't handle you in large doses and you know, like things like that. She's like, obviously that's going to have an impact on the way that you view yourself. You know what I mean? And she's like, but then it trickles from that into like all these other aspects of your life. And then she starts asking me all these questions and I just like broke down. Cause I was just like, Ooh, do you feel Ooh. like your imposter syndrome in your career has made you seek whether it's validation and words of affirmation or just validation in general from like your relationship, your friendships? Like, do you feel like you're you've been told these negative things about yourself? So you go to the other people and the other relationships in your life to be like, I need I need support. I need encouragement. I need you to make me feel like I'm great because I don't feel great. In my I think it's almost too why I am so encouraging of other people mm -hmm. because I didn't have that necessarily for myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I want to be proactive and be like the change for somebody else. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting because yeah, like I'm just starting, it's like you, you really start to like peel back the layers and you're just like, <laughs> and we're all deal. It's like, it's so weird. Cause it's like, we're all dealing with it in these weird, different ways, you know? Yeah, it's true. I mean, we've had more, I've, I've personally, I guess I should speak for myself. I've had so many difficult conversations that I would have never had, had I not been pushed to the limits I've been pushed to. And almost in the best way, like conversations that I needed to have, I avoid tough conversations at all costs. Like all, sometimes all I would need to do is pick up the phone, have a conversation, hash it out with someone. And instead I let it sit to where then it becomes like this huge deal for me to have this simple conversation of just saying like, Hey, we need to talk about this. Yeah. And I would have never had these conversations or learned and unlearned the things I did. If I literally wasn't pushed up against the wall, like you got to do it or you're yeah, I think for, I am not one. I, I know I love a serious conversation. I love to just like, if something's bothering me, I just spew it out right then and there. But um, I think what was happening, and I mean, it's no secret. I have not been in a relationship, a serious relationship with somebody in a very long time. So <clears throat> I was kind of having this and I'm in, you know, the, the situation that I'm in is not, it's not just, it's not the easiest of circumstance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah 
there's a divorce and there's kids involved. And so it's like, I had this moment where I kind of had like this breakdown. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes it takes a breakdown to have a breakthrough. I was hoping you'd say that. It's true though, because I like, I I just all kind of hit me and I was like, this is not anybody's thing except for my own. So I was like, I need to, I want to figure it out what's going on in here. And then I can like move forward Mm -hmm. in a better way. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I mean, I think when you're in a relationship, it takes both people working on themselves so that they can work together. Right. Yeah. Heavy, you know, (laughs) welcome. Happy Monday. (laughs) Welcome to the therapy session of the week. Hope everybody's doing okay. Yeah. You know, it's just an introspective weekend. For sure. I know. And I like, I did Matthew Hussey's retreat. So that was like part of it as well. Um, where I was just like thinking a lot. And then I met with my, um, my mentor who is somebody that like literally can breathe and speak life into me when I'm like gasping for air. Mm -hmm. Um, so that kind of was like what I really needed. And I don't know. So on the up, we're on the up here at scrubbing in. Oh, by the way, what? I wanted to tell you, um, so I was away, you, you came and we had dinner on Saturday night, yeah. but before that, um, there's this girlfriend who met, met us at the pool that day uh-huh. and she was talking about like wanting, she's single and she's like wanting to, you know, get out there, but doesn't know how in quarantine. And I was like, God, you know what? Like, I know let's, let's like figure this out. There's this hot group of guys at the, um, pool that was like across the pool from us. And maybe they were like at a bachelor party or something. Uh-huh. Cause it was kind of a larger number than I feel like men hang out in yeah, you know what I mean yeah. um, and I was like look at that I was like is there anybody in there that tickles your fancy is there one of them that you find attractive and she was like oh maybe that one you know with the hat or whatever and I was like go over there and let's do the Robert Graham thing you know like stay six feet apart let's go over there like just are you friends with Robert Graham you look so familiar blah blah she was like well what if they don't you know what if they don't know I did and then I'm like or what if they're married okay, oh, that must not be you, bye, you know, no harm, no foul, no foul, but, like, she couldn't do it. I mean, that's, it's a bold move to walk, I mean, I even would say it's a bold move to walk up to someone and do that. Stay six feet away, and we're outside by a pool. I'm not talking about, oh, just in general? On top of that, just the sheer ballsiness that it takes to go up to a stranger when you're single, and you're, like, the one who's interested, like, I walked up to that guy in the park because I had, you know, right. I'm in a relationship, so I didn't feel, I wouldn't feel rejection if, if like it didn't go well. But for someone who is in the dating game to go up, not everyone has the balls like you do. Balls, I have big balls. <laughs> if I were a guy, I'd have three balls. <laughs> You'd have a third ball. I think I would. I, I think that's a medical condition you'd have to get taken care of. <laughs> you think so? Mm-hmm. Well, she'd have some. <laughs> I'd have big ones. Actually, I feel like balls are all the same size. I don't think that's true. No? I don't think that's true even on one person. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Worth an investigation they're of like sorts. Your eyebrows. They're just like a little different most of the time. One little difference. Huh. But it does take a lot to go. I remember in college going up to a girl named Wendy that I thought was just stunning in my comm arts class. 
and she was in the front row and the aisle went right up. So if you walk straight up the aisle, you kind of ran right into where she was sitting. So I was like, damn it, I'm going to do it. So I walked up to her and I was like, hey, how's it going? Hi, I'm Mark. I was wondering if you'd like to have lunch. And she's like, I have a boyfriend. Like she couldn't have said it faster. And I, and I don't know if she did. I don't think she did. It was just like, get this guy away from me as quickly as possible. And here it is, many years later, that's still burned into my brain. So it is a lot to go up and ask somebody out or just start talking to them. Yeah. Interesting. I, but it's like, I've been rejected before and I just like, just gotta plow on through. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not everyone has the, the, <laughs> the third ball to do that, to plow on through. Got to keep on plowing, you know? It might not be your corn. You just got to keep on shucking until you get to the maze. <laughs> I love, like, walking up to a girl and trying to ask her on a date and watching her, like, tr try to find the words to politely reject me. Just like, oh, that's so nice, but I think I have to volunteer at a soup kitchen <laughs> all the time. <laughs> that was very entertaining for me. <laughs> I, I feel like the most, like, rejection I've ever done because I've I've always been too scared to just be like oh I'm not interested you know which in my head would be the nicest way to do it like you seem really great I'm, I'm not interested right now or I'm not interested whatever but instead I would get their number and mm -hmm. then I would have to just ignore which is almost worse than just being told straight to the face of like hey no yeah and I'm not that interested I hurts no matter what. I know. I always gave my number no matter what. Like, you just always gave the my number. The amount of people that just have my number that are probably so many creeps in, like, the bars and stuff because I couldn't say no. Me too. <laughs> For sure. But then it's so funny because we're – girls are so – like, we say that, and then we're like, but he should come up to me and talk. But then they do, and we're – It's not necessarily that. What? Like, I don't mind being the first one to approach, I but I want him to ask me to dinner. You know what I mean? Right. But I think majority. Like, I'll pee on you so you know I want you, but I want you to, like, ask me out. Yeah. You'll mark your territory. Exactly. A way to break the ice. <laughs> I'll pee on you. It always comes back to the urinary tract, you know? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It didn't have to. You force it to go back to the UTI. I know, because I always have pee on the brain. Strange. How I know. I know. I'm now. I'm starting to log how often I pee every day. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, how many are you up to today? What's the count? <laughs> Six. So <laughs> I'm supposed to be peeing. Um, you're, but I drink a lot of water, so you're supposed to be peeing like no more than an every hour, like every hour and a half. Mm -hmm. You're on track. <laughs> I don't know. I'll see at the end of the day. <laughs> okay. We talk so much about that. That's like 18 <laughs> times a day if you go in every hour and like, a half. Do we, yeah. You pee 18 times a day? No, I'm saying an every hour and a half would be 18 times a day. We'll see. But you <laughs> don't pee will. during the middle of the night. I do not pee in the middle of the night. Oh, no, I'm no. so jealous of that. I think it's a mental thing, then, that you're peeing this much. I like the idea of the Tanya Rad edition of calling in the one has an extra page to mark what time you're peeing. <laughs> the, ex yeah. the extra page of the workbook. You know, though, I so I was watching um, Hannah Brown's story yesterday. Oh, yeah. This was actually, I thought, very bold. And she said it was her bold move of the day, which I don't know if that's something she's doing regularly. But she um, saw, I guess she passed, cross, crossed paths with a guy, and they smiled at each other. And so she knew what his, like, she saw what car he got out of. So she wrote a note, and she said, hi, I'm Hannah. I was in a pink dress. We smiled at each other when we walked by. Um, here's my number or something. 
And she left it. She left it. Wait, we should ask her to come on and see if he ever followed up. I know, well, by so then at the end of the night, she said she had she had either had drinks with the guy and it went really well, or had been asked to go to drinks, and she was like, "You snooze, you lose." <laughs> he had like a five hour window, and then she was, I think, oh, she's over already it. over it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but I did think like tough crowd. That was a pretty bold move for her to just, I don't know, not know if he was watching her and her drop a a handwritten note on his windshield. For sure, I've done that at the gym before. You did? Mm-hmm. And? Never called. But, like, whatever. <laughs> Plow on through. I would love to be so unfazed by just, like, that would be something that would just stay in my head for too long. Mm-hmm. It would live rent-free for too long. Don't you remember, Mark? This was, um, he was at my boxing. It was yeah. at my boxing gym. This does ring a bell. Yeah. There were so many guys in Tanya's life for a minute. It was, like, we had Whole Foods, Wilshire, Butterfly. What was, uh... Screen time. Oh, yeah. D. D. Yeah. D. Never saw the D, though. Okay. (laughs) D. But it was big. Tanya's in a mood. Allegedly. (laughs) Yeah. She's, like, turning this into an R-rated show. Hey, I I, I hate to interrupt the the fun and shenanigans. We got a live show coming up. We need to talk about that as soon as we possibly can. I was going to. I was going to say we could. I was going to tease it. and then. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It, it, it's, it's not from this parent, but I'm getting nudged no. by other parents. <laughs> I was going to say, we have a live show coming up, and we'll be back with the details after we take this break. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cash back event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson. And top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving, and you can be one of them. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like 
playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes, 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. All right, so like we said before the break, we have a virtual event coming up. It's for the People's Choice Awards. It's not a voting party as we've done in the past. This is like basically just celebrating the fact that we're part of the PCAs. However... However, because, you know, Tanya had to get in there and say, guys, uh, we still have to win this thing. So uh, what we're doing is the first 100 scrubbers to show that they voted 25 times for the People's Choice Award Best Pop, Pop, Best Pop Podcast. Your ticket is on us. So all you have to do is just follow at Scrubbing in Pod, post it on your Instagram feed, not your story, and then show that you voted with the hashtags, hashtag Scrubbers Choice, and then the hashtag contest. So... So just to reiterate, first hundred scrubbers to do that, come to the virtual podcast, uh, the virtual live show for free. Correct. And that's a hundred scrubbers plus 25 votes. So that's 2,500 votes. That was great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Just so you know, the, the date is November 13th, which is a Friday, Friday. So we can party until the wee hours. Um, It's at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay. And also it's very exciting because this will be our first virtual live mantle, which, you know, we love, we know that y'all love a mantle and we love a mantle. I've been needing a mantle lately. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to just get in the head of a man. (laughs) Yeah. We, we was sorry. That was not even, I'm not even trying to be gross. Like I'm just actually just curious. It's just everything you say gets so like weirdly passionate (laughs) um so go vote for us for best pop podcast tag us in the photos with hashtag scrubbers choice and and hashtag contest and follow scrubbing and pod and we literally cannot wait to see you there it's going to be so fun yeah and then we're and then following shortly after it will be the people's choice awards and then we'll win that three p baby so aggressive today (laughs) can you guys just give it to me i'm on the up you know know. i'm on the up and up i'm on the upswing if you saw me two days ago i was on a down spin i know i know you actually did see me two days ago i was like 
I know. I thought <laughs> you were being literal. We did see each other two days ago. Correct. Um, all right. This is a very exciting topic, actually, for the both of us. So I made a vision board at the beginning of the year, which, you know, it was my first. Did I ever make one with you? Yes. I did? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. It was my second vision board, and I am still, like, I would need to find that first one because I would like to see what's happened. I don't know if you actually, like, I know we did it together. I definitely made one. I don't know if you, like, actually did it. I don't think I did. Okay. So I made my first vision board by myself this at the beginning of 2020. Little did I know what was coming, but still. Um, when we were, I, I made one with Haley, and when we were doing the vision boards, we just were, you know, cutting out magazines, and one of them was a travel magazine, and there was this cabin in the woods, and I was like, oh my god, that place looks amazing, I'd love to stay somewhere like that, and I had no idea where it was located or anything, so the other day, um, we had just, Haley and I had just finished working out, and she brings over my vision board, and she goes, look at look at this house that's on your vision board. And so I was like, I looked at it and I was like, that's, that's the house that we just stayed in in Vermont. So we, I had no idea. I've always wanted to go to Vermont in the fall. It's been like my dream because of the leaves and it just looks magical. And this year I was so ready to get out of the LA heat and go get some fall crisp air. And we found this amazing cabin. And the whole time we were like, how did we, how was that available for us? Cause it was basically booked out for the rest of the year and it just happened. It was like the busiest weekend in Vermont or in Stowe that weekend. And we were so excited that we got that that place was open for the time that we were going to be there. It was the exact same cabin that I put on my vision board. Like it's not even that it was, uh, it looked Similar. kind of like it or like it, it was, it, the, it was the exact cabin you stayed in, which is quite insane <laughs> and I had no idea like I, I know never- and your vision board isn't like like my vision board is up in my kitchen I see it every single yeah. day like yours isn't just like out for display you right. made it and you put it away and you don't look at it often right. so it wasn't just like an image that you had when you were like you know googling where to stay or whatever exactly. it, yeah so when we I didn't even find it Laura found it and so when I literally felt I felt like I was levitating I was like what else can I manifest for my life isn't that wild that's that's why I make them all the time because it's like there's just something so like when it happens you're it's like this weird feeling where you're like oh I know my gosh it really put it made me realize the significance of putting things out there and writing them down and creating these things where you're saying I want this for my life and I also think though too it's like some some things that I put on my vision board maybe five years ago may have just happened this year. Do you know what I mean? I think sometimes it's important too that they're like, it's not all going to happen that year. That's what you want. You know, you right. put that down, but it's not necessarily just going to happen right then and there. I also put make a million dollars on there, which has not happened yet. So year, the year's the not next, over. Next, a few next months have some big plans for me financially, but it, I even at this point was wanting to like during this reset of how I'm feeling and wanting to be motivated again was thinking about making a vision board of like, you know, people, things I want to do in work and who I want to work with and just goals because it really, I can't even tell you the feeling I had when the realization hit. It was the coolest thing. That's crazy. For all those who are like me, who are not like a Tanya and have had kind of just like roll your eyes when we talk about vision boards, 
I'm a believer now. <laughs> it happened. I know. I actually want to revisit my old ones and just see what's like come, you know? Yeah. Like from my old, like old ones. Yeah. And one of the other things is like optimize my health. And I've like, you know, been focusing on working out three times a week. It's just like little things here that I put down as like goals and I've accomplished some of them. Mm-hmm. So it's been cool. Feels cool. There's so Did much power for anyone else. Easton, Mark. Was the question is do we do these things because we do not? <laughs> Have you ever written down no. goals or like things that you want to see happen no. and it, it's no? I write down things that I need to do today and then I cross them off the list and then I throw it in the garbage. That's called a to do list. What I, do. I do that. <laughs> I do a to do list. Yeah. Okay, a to do list. I, I right. don't write anything down, but um, something I heard. I heard an interview with a guy like 15 years ago and he was talking about like. You know, like things you can do that take less than five minutes to like motivate you or like change your life. And one of them was when you're picturing a goal, you don't picture like the broad achievement of the goal. You picture something very, a very specific moment. So it's like, instead of going like, I'm going to be a doctor someday, you think about like how it's going to feel getting your medical degree, like, like, like actually them handing you the degree and graduating and seeing everyone wearing the cap and gown and stuff like that. And that's something I've done a lot in my life. And it's, it's been very helpful for me. Like a lot of those very small moments ended up coming true. Like getting a fake crown from a movie theater. That was something that I, right. I wanted and it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it happened. like in all seriousness, I did visualize that happening and it happened. Um, but uh, <laughs> stuff like that. So I, I don't like, I don't make like a physical vision board, but I, I, I think I do a version of but it. You do a, a mind vision That's board. Right. It's all up here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think that's, I, that brain's got a lot in there i know it does <laughs> i've done a lot of visualizing and i don't think any of the things i've visualized have ever come true but maybe uh, you should maybe yours doesn't work through your thoughts and you need to write it down but i, yeah, I take also, comfort in that because i know i'm not psychic so then if i have a really negative thought i know that won't come true either so this i just realized it's happened to me before but it wasn't a vision board i wrote down when i was working at the chiropractor's office in san diego this is before Bachelor and everything. I wrote that I wanted to travel the world. And they were, the instructor was just like literally write down, it, whether it feels achievable or not, write down just anything. And I wrote that I wanted to travel the world. And like shortly after that, I got the call to go on The Bachelor, which ironically, we stayed in the U.S. the whole time, except for we did go to Bali. But after that, being on the show, I've had the opportunity to travel around the world. And I was like, that's so crazy because I wrote that down with the intention of like, this feels far-fetched, but they said, you know, put it down there. And mm-hmm. it was always my goal. I would always have a background of like somewhere magical that I wanted to see on my computer. And um, those were all my pinned like Pinterest boards were like travel sites. So I know Pinterest. I never got into Pinterest, but it feels like such a Tanya thing. Yeah. I'm shocked. I know Brad. Oh, Brad's always just like, how do you not have a Pinterest board? I'm like, I know. I feel like your whole life you would have like organized into Pinterest boards. I know. It might be best that you don't have one of those. <laughs> Take up a lot of time. Yeah. Well, and maybe get me out of my thoughts right now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe start one now. Um, can we do some emails when we come back? Because I feel like I just love when people write in and ask for our advice. For sure. Okay, great. We'll take a break and we'll be right back with some emails. Presented by 21 Seeds. 
So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together.
All right, we're back. And just so you know, I know that I teased Chris Carmack that he was going to be on today's episode, but it's actually next ep- next week's episode. So um, we get to talk to he- him and his wife, Erin, and they're just the cutest. So um, get excited for that. If you're wondering who is Chris Carmack, you may know him as Link, on Grace an orthopedic surgeon from Grace Lone Memorial. And He's an orthopedic those- surgeon, right? Yeah, and also he was on Nashville, and he was on the OC, which I was going to, I don't know if you remember him from the OC, but he's I been do on not. some iconic TV shows. I watched the OC. Who was he on the OC? He was like Marissa's boyfriend, like while she was, she was like, you know, going, but she was dating him in the first season. Oh, right, right, right. I don't like that. I don't like thinking of the greatest actors in any other shows. I know. I don't like that either. He's Link to me. Luke. He was Luke no. in Luke from from Luke to Link. Luke that should be his memoir. <laughs> oh. I wonder how old he was when he did uh the OC. He looks fantastic, if I do say so myself. I kind of agree. He looks like a bucking 22. <laughs> 2003 to through 2008 he was on uh the OC. So so he was probably 20 like 20, 23, All right. something like that. Great career. I also, I started Vampire Diaries. How timely. Has anyone watched that? Huh? How timely of you. <laughs> Why? That show's 10 years old. <laughs> that show ended like 10 years <laughs> ago. Oh, well. <laughs> honestly, that's what everybody's doing now. Everybody's like going back that's and true. watching all the old, yeah, like One Tree Hill and stuff. Yeah, and... Everyone talks about how amazing Vampire Diaries is. And so I was like, that show was beyond its time. Like it was something that wasn't at that time didn't really exist. You know what I mean? Well, wasn't it around the same time as Twilight? It was like a vampire. You remember the vampire? Yeah. And also (laughs) on another night, I started Breaking Bad, which is a very, very timely. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, every I feel like everyone's always talked about how amazing it is. And so what I do just, you think? It's really good, but it's so it's weirdly intense. Mm-hmm. But there's this underlying humor about yeah. it. Yeah, they're amazing. If you like the vibe, after you're done with that, go to Better Call Saul because uh, it's it's. Oh yeah, I did enjoy that. Like, wait, you watched Better Call Saul? Oh no, I didn't watch Better Call Saul. What did I watch? What did I watch? <laughs> That'd be a very tiny move to watch Better Call Saul and not Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, no. It was um, the one with Bill Hader. Uh, Barry. Barry. Barry's great. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Mix that up here. I just found, I find Breaking Bad so interesting because it's this man who you feel so much empathy for going through something so devastatingly serious. And he's just in this impossible situation with this idiot kid who can't get it together and i have a feeling he's gonna drive me crazy the whole series uh, i'm not gonna say am i right but, Tanya, do you know the basic premise of breaking bad it's like a cocaine dealer or something well, he's a genius chemistry teacher high school chemistry teacher brilliant guy and is diagnosed with cancer and he realizes crap i'm a teacher at a high school i got nothing to leave my family and then he realizes as a brilliant chemist I could make the greatest crystal meth in the world. And so he recruits this high school kid who he knows is a drug dealer, and they start working on that together. So he'll have something to leave his family. 
It's sad. Um, it's sounds, emotional. Sounds though. right up my alley. Great, no, it, you probably good. you've surprised me with some of the things you like. So I really? think you'd like it. Yeah. Yeah. What are you watching with Red Star right now? It we, is not um, up your alley. That's true, and it's so good. Um, my God, why can't I think of any? Yellowstone. No, it's the movie. Uh, it's the Little Dicky Show. Dave. Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's not really yeah, up yeah. your alley. The way it's I think not, of you. but it's. I think the reason why I like it is because it's about Lil Dicky's life, and he's a musician. So that side of it, I'm really enjoying. Uh, not so much the male humor. There's a lot of like pop music so the, in it and stuff like that. I think you're. I mean, you've met yeah. most of these people, so. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm enjoying. Speaking about it, of sure. those people that you enjoy so much, uh, your thoughts on Bieber on Saturday Night Live this weekend? I thought it was great. You didn't see it. No, I didn't. All right. I feel like a lot of people are talking about his the, the lonely performance. Yeah, I like the song. I like the song. I like Holy a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, what are they? Ta- I saw the performance. What are they talking about? About just it? how emotional and raw it was. Oh yeah, I mean it was. I feel like he. I think Tanya's really kind of like... done with Justin Bieber though, and wow. I respect that. It's not that I'm done. <laughs> wow. I've been waiting for this day for a long time, actually. No, that day is not here. Mm. I'm a Justin Bieber stan. Um, but yeah, it didn't like it didn't it didn't move me to didn't shake me to my core. Okay, you like holy better well, than lonely though, right? Is that what it, that's yes. unfa- okay? I like that too. I like holy too. I I um, was dressed up like a dude lo- yesterday for like a Halloween thing with Allie, and I posted that I thought I looked like Justin Bieber, and the amount I have never gotten so many compliments about how I look looked. Well, handsome, more than I did when I was dressed as a guy yesterday, and everyone was saying I looked like Dean, and so I told <laughs> Dean, and he was like, "I I hate I hate that thanks." <laughs> I hate that thanks. And I was like, you know what? Just take the compliment and move on. That's so weird. I had a Dean thing happen to me yesterday too. Oh, what kind of? Lucky but you. it was that he looked like Dean. No, no. I was ordering, and how weird is this? I was ordering a new filter for my shower, uh-huh. and I ordered it, and it said ship to Dean Ungler with like his all of his information. I was like, did I ever send him a hair filter? <laughs> shower. Honestly, filter? When you had your like weird little crush on him, maybe you did. <laughs> I could see that's a very Tanya thing. <laughs> it was so weird. I was like, no, please don't ship to or bill to Dean Ungler. That's so weird. His response was even funnier than I thought. I said, everyone said I look like you. And he goes, that's the worst news I've gotten all of 2022 BH. <laughs> but should I be offended by that? No. He's like, it's my face. <laughs> yeah, but you're a woman. Yeah, but all I did was add some facial hair and a wig. <laughs> Well, yeah, I would look like a dude if I did that, too. But you're telling him he looks like a woman in drag. He has very feminine features. He I'll, does. I'll say that. Yeah, he's beautiful. He, he's yeah. a beautiful man. <laughs> oh, do you have feminine features? He has, like, he, his eyes are, he, yeah. Pull up a, yeah, yeah, he's got that well. soft nose, those kind eyes, the, <laughs> that mile-long smile. It is so funny that he and Tanya went to a concert, and Tanya was kind of feeling out that whole situation. I know. It's the most bizarre thing. You know, Tanya is a romantic, and she saw the love story happening as the bad boy who couldn't settle down, falling in love with her as the good girl looking for love. And the one that was always just like, you know, I want to ask you out, and you always just put me in the friend category. So I was like, okay, like, I'll jump. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's jump together. <laughs> Let's jump together. Could yeah. not be more opposite of what like, I imagine, need. Imagine, you know, I, he has really found his match. Because imagine you in a van, no shower. Oh, my God. No, like, no routine of my day. I'd be like, um, so we just wake up. We just wake up when we want to wake up. Like, what? No, thanks. I love Dean, but he, I think Kalen is his match. And I think he was not your match. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm his twin. I kind of see it, actually, in this photo. Yeah, I'm telling. Well, okay. Like, um. Everyone always said we looked like brother and sister. I think it's the eyes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the eyes. It's the eyes. So, anyways, that was true. Uh, for it was his worst moment of 2020. It was one of my better mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. So, so, shout out to Dean Unglert. Just really, just for being a beautiful man, human that we just love so much. Yeah. Yeah. If you want a fun, if you um, want a fun moment with Dean, you should listen to. There's a recent Help I Suck at Dating where Dean didn't show up and he went golfing instead. It's very funny. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Did he just forget? No, he no. he knew. <laughs> he knew. That's a very Dean, a very we, we Dean-like move. We texted him at noon, and he said, like, oh, my gosh, F-word, F-word, I'm so far from being available. Oh, no. Like, you know. And then he forgot that he had shared his location with me. Oh. So after, like, a half an hour of waiting for him to jump on, I check my find my friends, and I see that he's at a golf course in Harupa, California. So I texted him and said, any way you could, uh, you know, duck into the pro shop and get on this? And he goes, pro shop? What are you talking about? I said, I see you at a golf course. He said, oops. That's so good. And then he did jump on. Best part of that podcast in months. Uh, I was going to say. I was going to say, I mean, that is a great story for a podcast, like a great moment for a podcast that Mark was the one to discover his location. <laughs> the episode, which I believe Easton came up with the title, so you should seek it out, is Dean Unglitz Day Off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. I is that Did he share his uh, location with you for that reason? So kind of like how I did with Tanya, just to be held accountable? No. Yeah. I think it was just a goofy thing we were talking about one day on the show. Like Jared shared his with mine and Dean shared his with Mark. Dean can see mine, but I can't see his. I'd like to point out that's, that's, that's where we're at. Yeah. That's like me me and Wells Adams. We have the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. All right. Who wants to answer some emails? Let's do it. Only Becca. Okay. Oh, well the first one's kind of a humdinger. Like I, I don't, I have a hard time with both of these to be honest with you. Actually the second one's pretty easy, but. Uh, anyway, the first one from Laura. Tough. My, my boyfriend and I have been together about a year. We just got out of a small apartment and moved into a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house. I was so excited to have a guest room. So when my family's in town, my mom has a room to stay in. I can so relate to what she just said. Having a guest room for the first time in your life is glorious. Truly. We've barely been there a week. His best friend came over one night, and my boyfriend called me outside, and his best friend asked if he could move in with us. I can't stand being put on the spot or to ever hurt someone's feelings. So I said, yes. I'm more upset with my boyfriend because he should have pulled me to the side or had a conversation privately. Now I feel like I would be looked at as the bad guy for saying no when I already said yes. What would be a nice but serious way I can approach my boyfriend about my mixed feelings? Um, This is so something I would do. So I feel my stomach dropped when I read the when I was reading the email with you. I am the worst when I'm put on the spot of being like the nice person of doing something like even I remember when I moved into my first place without I wasn't going to have a roommate for the first time 
and my sisters were moving back to LA or something and they needed a place to stay. And I, of course, you know, I want to take care of them, especially as their older sister. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I remember thinking like, (laughs) I have been so excited to live by myself this whole time and to have an extra room and my own space. And Obviously, it it worked out fine because they're family and it wasn't that awkward thing. But I totally relate to this. I would pull your boy. I would have a serious conversation with your boyfriend and say, hey, I've been thinking about this and I'm just feeling really uncomfortable about um, your friend moving in with us. Um, Like I wanted this to be our time. I wanted to have that guest room open for people to come visit in and out, not someone to stay there permanently, you know, at long periods of time. Just say, I felt really put on the spot the other day, and I said yes out of, you know, wanting to be nice and not wanting to upset anybody, but I really don't feel comfortable with it, and I really want you to be, you know, I want to, I want this to be, like, a partner decision. See, I feel like she already said yes, so she already said yes. But he hasn't moved in. But I think that, uh, I think that you can kind of say, look, I felt put on the spot. You have to tell him. If you don't tell him, you're just going to fester and it's going to blow up in a a different way. Um, I think you should say, look, I thought I was put on the spot. I know I said your friend could live here. I don't really want that. But if he needs somewhere to stay, then he can stay here for six months. But like six months. Okay. No. I would say just give him a timeline and just be like after six months, like let's like he needs to find somewhere else to stay. Maybe three months, whatever you guys agree on. I don't know. I think that's super generous, um, but I think that this is your best friend. Like if, if, okay, you and uh, 95P move into a house Mm -hmm. and I am just rattled and rocked and I uh, sleep in your guest bedroom and I'm just like, I I don't know where to go. I don't have any, can I live here? And you ask 95P and you're both like, yes. And then 95P comes and says, I really don't want Tanya staying here. I would say, hey, I... Are you kick me out the next day? No, but I'm not, I didn't say I would kick you out the next day, but I would say, hey, if you need to stay here for, like, I would say a month and figure things out, that's plenty of time for someone to figure out a different situation. I'd say two. We're in a mm. pandemic. Look, I, I, my first thought was to give it a deadline, too, but he's moving in. He's not stay. Can I stay with you for a little while is different than can I move in with you? Right, he's but we don't know the, the circumstance. What if he... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's moving in. It's not, can I just crash on your couch for a couple of weeks? Then you put a deadline on it. But I'm moving in. I think you go to your boyfriend and you say, look, you put me on the spot. I'm not going to be the bad girl in this situation. This is your situation. You got us into this. Now you get us out of this. I'm not... It's not going to be on me. You figure this out, but he is not living here. Did you say it's your situation? <laughs> I didn't, but I wish I had. Yeah. I heard that too. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I think I agree. I don't think it's I don't think it's fair that this is put on her. It's not her best friend. It's her living with two guy two guys now, which is like not what she's like doubt that's what no. she wanted. She had the oh, guest room for her mom. That's what her vision was. And now she has her boyfriend's best friend crashing they're gonna be in the kitchen in the living room it's her it's their first house i know i i would say hey i agree with mark like you this is your buddy i don't want to be the bad guy here but i don't feel comfortable with this and if it comes to y'all agreeing on like a time limit that works for you and you feel like you can make it through that time limit 
give them that opportunity. But I think the six month idea is way too Oof. generous. And is he living rent free? And is he paying utilities? Is he doing anything? That's what I was gonna say. Also, is he gonna split it? Is it gonna be split three ways to where y'all are actually benefiting from him living there, or is it this like a favor of like, hey, he's gonna crash here? Let me just say, some resentment will build if he stays there. It does not end well. I I don't think this ends well at all. Tanya's friendlier and more generous than I am. I don't want anybody under my roof. That's. Well, I mean, not- I would I would have a conversation with ninety five P if Tanya needed a place to move in for a certain time and say, "Hey, I'd love to have you here." I, I realistically, it can't be permanent. But when you if you need to get back on your feet, like I'm, I'm your best friend. I'm going to help you out. Right. I feel like we're just like missing that what happened like to this man that he needs to live with them. You know what I mean? I feel like we're missing that piece of the puzzle. The, I still guy, don't think it should be put on no, her. No. Also, guy best friends are different than girl best friends. Girl How best so? friends are like sisters. Guys have guys are friends with losers. There's always losers in the bunch. And this is one of the losers. I'm telling you, girls are different than guys. And I feel like girls It's so like true, though. And like, you know, if I moved in with someone, I would spend, even when I had a roommate, I felt like I spent majority of my time in my room rather than, like, just taking over the living room and kitchen you know the guy girl dynamic with friends though is very interesting because i recently had this picture picture this conversation with red star about i was like well, who is your best friend you know and he was like mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> like yeah He's like well i have some that like i've known longer like this is so just you know what i mean like these ones are the ones i've known the longest since like childhood and then these are the ones that i went to this with and i'm like not my question, but it's just different. It's like a totally different dynamic. Totally different. Yeah. And they all have nicknames like, ah, oh, probably Uggo or the Stink. You know, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I you do know. not want the Stink living with me. No, that yeah, and that's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> going to move the Stink into the house. It's yeah. guys' friends are embarrassments. Girls' friends are like their best friends, but guys are just like, oh yeah, that's just him. He's like that. That's so interesting. Okay, here's a new one. All right, so good to know when uh, Red Star's BFF needs to move in, you'll have him there for six months, pick up after him, do his chores. It's all bad. He's not doing anything but sitting on that couch all day, every day, and drinking. Okay, this is from Lauren. About a year and a half ago, I embraced the modern woman lifestyle and told my ex who had been in my life for 10 years he needed to stay out of my life. He was pretty bad to me all those years. Then came November. I wasn't looking for a relationship at all, and then my current boyfriend entered my life. I'm now in the most healthy relationship I didn't even think was possible. Fast forward to this week. My boyfriend and I were laying in bed, and my best friend called me and told me she was bartending when my ex's brother came in and dropped the bomb that my ex-boyfriend is going to be a dad. He knocked up his very new girlfriend. After getting off the phone, my boyfriend asked me what happened, so I told him. We started chatting about it, and I mentioned to him that... I know my ex never wanted kids, especially not at 25 years old, and I hope he's doing okay. And then my boyfriend casually said to me, you should reach out to him. See if he's okay. That took me by surprise. So the question is, do I reach out? First of all, let me just applaud your boyfriend for being secure in y'all's relationship that he said that he was big enough to say you should reach out if you're, you know, concerned about him in this situation. I don't know if you reaching out does anything beneficial for the ex. Like, I don't know if he needs to hear from you. Yeah. 
But if it's something that's going to like keep eating at you and you feel like you need to check in because he was in your life for a decade, which is a significant amount of time, I would say text him and say, hey, I, I heard the news um, that you're going to be a dad and I, you know, I'm happy for you and just wanted to check in. And Awkward. Then he, huh? I hate it. Awkward. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Awkward. Said, no way. No what way. possible good comes out of that? Right. So then he's going to be like, thank you so much. We should get tea. And then you're like, I don't really want to get tea. Well, then she says, no, I, I just wanted to reach out and check on you. I don't want anything else from it. You guys don't know like, guys at all. There's oh. no guy who's going to ask her to tea. What is that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just. Sorry, I, sorry. I like you want to go get a drink? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Better. At, at best. Like I mean, he's going to want to go. He's going to try to make out with her. Look. There all kinds of problems here, and I don't trust the boyfriend, honestly. I think that on paper that looks great, but there's something else there. There's an ulterior motive there. He's either testing you. Yep, I totally yeah. agree. Okay, no, let me tell you confident. something. 95P wanted to reach out to an ex, and I said, go for it. There was no ulterior motive. It was just like, that's fine. If you feel like you need to reach out because of the way things ended, whatever, it's fine. That's a good way to be, and you're good for doing that. But you're also a woman. And I think it's different. When a guy does that, there's ulterior motives. It might be that the ex is a total loser, and he's like Mr. Successful, wearing a tie, driving a nice car, and he knows that right. there's no chance. In fact, when she sees her loser boyfriend who knocked up his girlfriend, it's, even, it's just going to make him look better in her eyes. That's right. one possibility. Or he's testing you, and he doesn't want you to do that, and he's hoping you don't. Yeah. Yeah, but only she, I mean, if you know, if she knows her boyfriend and how, how he's, how he is in their relationship, if he's super secure in everything, then that wouldn't even be like a red flag to her. If he's always like that, where he's just confident and secure in their relationship, that's not something that would throw her off. Perhaps. And that can be attractive too. I get that. And if it's unlike him, like if you're, sh if you're like, what? Then maybe it is like a hold up. Why are you doing, why did you give me that? Why'd you give me that pass? Still, I say nothing good comes from reaching okay, out to well the ex. Then Zero. Yeah. We, I, I, every, okay, every, I'm the only one who says if it's nagging what, you. What, uh, in your scenario, what good comes from it? What? It, it, you, what? You say that she should reach out to him. What good comes from doing that? She just, she has it off her conscience. Conscience. Like, does she want to be the godmother or something? Like, like right. She want to like, be in the what's on life? her conscience? Yeah, because she has, should have nothing on her you, conscience. Okay, wait. So, okay, you spend ten years with someone, and all of a sudden they're supposed to be nothing to you when something significant happens. He was bad to her all those years. She said it. All those yeah. years. Yeah. Oh, he, he was pretty bad to me yeah. all those years. I bad said this to guy her. Sucks. She finally got okay. the guts to okay. leave him. Okay, I apologize. I apologize. I missed that line. <laughs> Don't ever talk to that dirtbag again. <laughs> yeah, like she finally got the courage yeah, to yeah, leave yeah. a bad situation. You're right, you're right. You leave the bad situation. Okay, unanimous. You're don't going reach forward. Out. Your road is going forward to the north. Going south just takes you back. You open you... that door again. You don't know what's going to come through it. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm on the same page. It's like Thank Monica Geller's closet. Yeah. That's right. Whatever. Yeah. I you know. know. Yeah. yeah. The one. The one that's locked. Yeah. Don't unlock it. Bike's going to hit you in the face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a heated debate. You know, if but I it feels good to be on the on the winning side of it. If she <laughs> that was fun. If, yeah, yeah. if she hadn't said, I mean, I, I know this is a moot point because she did say it. But if 
the part about him being bad to her. Like, let's say it was great. Would y'all still say don't reach out? Or yes. if it yeah. was like it just ended because what? I would still say don't reach out because I don't I don't see what possible good comes out of that. Yeah, like I would say maybe if they had a death in the family and just like hey, yeah, I, like you know what I mean. I think maybe if there was, some, was but having a ba- having a child like that's a blessing. Like congrats, like he doesn't need your congrats. Like a baby, he, she, but who knows? They broke up. They should. He might have changed her mind. She might have found the love of his life, and now he's like, I'm so happy to have this baby. And then the ex texts him, and she's like, I'm so sorry you're having a baby, and he's like, F you. I'm happy about this. I'm saying if something significant, like if something significant happened in Robert's life, I would reach out and say, hey, I just want to check in and see if you're okay. And it not mean anything other than I'm checking in because I well, first of all, I care like we were friends and then had this relationship and I care about him as a human being and want to see that he's okay. Okay, and 95P might be cool with that. But how about Robert's partner? How are they going to feel about that? I don't know if not, I don't think 95P would be cool with that. I'm just well, gonna, there you just go. Just gonna throw that there out there. I don't think so. Might be right about that. <laughs> so that's two relationships potentially okay, okay, harmed but, but by reaching out. But if 95P said, "Hey, you got the green light, go," then how does Robert's partner feel about this? Correct. You don't know. You don't know. You're it's right. It's disrespectful you're right. Okay, to all her. All right. All right. All right. And I'm very against disrespecting the current partner. So you're right. Okay. Fine. We've come to the conclusion that. Under no circumstance yeah. should you reach out to your ex. I will say, I will say, when I got married, I heard from two separate exes, congr- like, congratulations, your wedding looked beautiful, and it made me feel very good, but it was not, it was also not necessary. Like, I, I wouldn't have right. missed it if they didn't say anything. It did feel very good, and uh, Allison was secure because I, now, like, I need to find, she has to find a judge and an attorney to, like, get me to leave her, you know? <laughs> like, we, we just signed a legally <laughs> right. binding right. contract, so she feels pretty <laughs> secure, but, uh, yeah, yeah, two different exes said congrats. But also, yeah, I, I would have missed it if they didn't do that, you know? Yeah, feels good. Feels good being on this side of it, yeah. not going to lie. Of the correct side? Mm-hmm. Well, that's like the first time it happened. In like I know, just let me live this in podcast, this. Let me so. live in the bliss over here, okay? <laughs> let me swim in this pool for a minute. All right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to all of you. I was, I was in the wrong here. It's a humble moment for me to say that, those words, but... When we all need it time to time again. Gotta be grounded every yeah. now and then. Um, on that note, reminder before we leave. Go vote. It's the last week. This is the last week. Vote, yeah, vote, vote, vote in the election as well. Two things you need to vote for this week. Okay. Priority is to vote for the in the election. Oh. Just so you know, study up on what there is to vote for. It's not just the presidential candidates there's so much that's important for you to know about of what's going on locally in our state in our city so it's actually a lot it's a lot of homework it is and i think it's very i've never paid so much attention to what i'm voting for this year so do your research um, i mean i have a tip that'll save you a lot of time there are a lot of groups out there that tell you who to vote for in terms of their endorsements Find somebody you trust. Find somebody you agree with, believe right. in their cause, and they'll tell you boom, boom, boom. It'll save you a lot of time because those propositions are complicated and really oddly written. So I know, not even complicated, but also like, you know, you see the commercials for them and they like, yes. they're obviously so skewed one way that they're like, I'm, this is totally not an example, but this is like an example of just the like mind uh-huh. bender that they mm-hmm. give you. It'll be like, do you want your, you know, kids to go to a safe school? Do you want your kids to learn great? And you're just like, yes, yes. Then vote 
you know, vote yes on Prop 10 to, to build a, a, ma, a, you know, a, a windmill in Lake Palisades for a thousand million dollars. It's going to cost you $5,000 a year. You're like, okay. Yeah. That was a right, right. terrible analogy, yeah, but, like, that's how, like... No, but you're right. And then the next commercial break, it says, do you want your taxes going up by 25%? Prop 10 is going to put me out of business. Vote no on Prop 10. It's the same It's the same right. prop. Right, But the commercials really swing you one way to the other, totally, to the other, totally. to the other. So, yeah, I say go with an expert. I would have voted for Marks if we were going between those two examples, if I'm being honest. One I know, I wasn't... More confident than the other. I know. It, I didn't have my pitch down right, but... Well, obviously, vote in that in that ele- in the election. Please make that a priority. Um, and second, vote for the People's Choice Awards. We're up against some heavy hitters. Once yeah, we're going to be year. popping in the Scrubbing in uh, Instagram, and if you guys send your screenshots, like DM it to the Scrubbing in Instagram. You just might be getting some videos being like, "Hey, thanks for the vote. We love you." Yeah, we're going to be doing that this week because it is the last week to vote. So really get your emails ready. Um, my mom, I think this is the first year that my family is like actually voted consistently uh, every day. So My family, uh, my mom is making sure everybody in Serbia is voting. The whole country yeah, is voting. Serbia as a whole united is voting daily. So we have that going for us. Yeah, so um, I... I'm already just so thankful because I know I see it every day that y'all are voting for us and in the Facebook groups. I know. Actually, I really do see it because I'll put the swipe up link and like the amount of swipe ups that I see, it's like actually quite beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's encouraging. It's not like five. It's like thousands. Yeah, that's great news. All right. And don't forget about our virtual live event. The website is on locationlive.com um, so you can... Uh, buy tickets and be a part of it. It's going to be so much fun. Our virtual live parties around the PCAs are always just the best. Obviously, we wish we could do it in person, but alas. There's always next year. There's always next year. Um, We love you guys. We will be here next week. And And you know what? We might be a different person next week. Yeah, well, that happens. We might be better or we might be in some mud. But either way. You'll be on sturdy ground soon. Yeah. And the thing is, is we'll be back because you know what? We never give up. That's right. We never give up. So we'll keep showing up. We'll be back. That's that's all you have to do. That's what we have to do as hosts on this podcast. And that's what we all have to do in life is just keep showing up. up. Just keep showing up. Uh, We love you guys. We love you. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit 
We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.